1: A woo a hand clap a high-fiver. I kind of like the high-five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. VDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18+. All right, here we go. It's great to have you in. Absolutely packed today. Here on a Friday on Guido's Gridiron Blitz on the Landry Football Podcast Network. I'm Mike Guido here with you. Matt Catarazzolo joining me uh, as always. So a lot's happened since Monday. <laughs> We're going to have a lot of stuff to touch on uh, today. Dak Prescott gets his contract extension with the Cowboys. Surprisingly, at least for me, I didn't see an end in sight when it came to those negotiations. And then it just kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but Dak gets signed. Cam Newton signs back with the Patriots. We'll touch on that today. Tom Brady uh extends his contract with Tampa Bay so he can torture the NFL even more. Um and at the end of the show today we got a little bit of a game it's called for better or for worse. You're going to have to find out what that is in about 45 minutes. But uh before we get started, I do want to remind you that Guido's Gridiron Blitz is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the United States. What we've done We've teamed together to provide special gaming offers to all Landry Football followers and podcast listeners. So, here's what you do. You go to our website, LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. You pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. That's BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, PointsBet, wherever you live. Sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk-free bet From $100 to $1,000. Let me repeat that. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk-free bet. It's a lot of money. Make sure you take advantage of it while it still exists. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. That is LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad that's located in the upper right side of the page. And get in on the action with a special offer from American betting experts. That is American betting experts. Hey, Matt.
2: Hey buddy,
0: what's going on? Uh, Well, my team signed a quarterback uh, and he's getting paid $40 million a year. So I made my point perfectly clear on this. Um, So if you didn't hear about it, which again, I very highly doubt that anybody hasn't. um, But if you haven't heard about it, the deal for Dak Prescott in total is a four year, $160 million contract contract. That's a $40 million average annual salary. Um, So his cap hit this year is pretty team friendly in comparison to other teams. He's got a $22.2 million cap hit uh, this year with the Cowboys, and then it inflates every single year Uh, $33 million in 2022, $44 million in 2023, and then $47 million in 2024. There are two void years at the end of the contract. So that basically what that is, is that it's money it, it, there. It's years in the contract that don't have any value that the team can stretch out money to, and it would just count as dead cap. It wouldn't count as anything else other than just dead money. Um, so Dak Prescott is getting $75 million in straight cash this year from the Cowboys That's it's a $95 million in dead cap this year for the Cowboys for Dak Prescott. So 95 million of his 126 million guaranteed in that contract is getting paid to him this year. So he's getting a lot of money right up front. So Matt, what do you think? That's a lot of money, dude.
2: Yeah, man, it's, it's certainly a lot of money, but look at it this way. When you're, allocating certain money towards specific positions. If you had to pay or overpay for a certain position on a football team, wouldn't you want it to be a quarterback? I guess,
0: but I i mean, look, it, just historically, Matt, right? Like these teams that pay, that pay their quarterback this much money, they never win. They never win. And Dak Prescott certainly is not the Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, Deshaun Watson – type of player. And I, I like Dak. I think he's good. I think he could even be top 10. My problem is, is that he's not Aaron Rodgers, and he's not Russell Wilson and he's not Patrick Mahomes and he's not those guys. I mean, look, the Patrick Mahomes big money in his contract hasn't even kicked in yet. And they just cut his two pro bowl starting tackles because they couldn't afford them. What do you think's going to happen when Dak's $40 million cap hit kicks in. I mean, what are they gonna? They're gonna cut Amari Cooper? They're gonna they're not gonna be able to pay Michael Gallup. They're gonna cut Zeke. Like what are they gonna do? Their yeah. line's gonna get decimated. In two years, we'll be hating this contract.
2: Well, that's the thing. Like it's and and to go along with the the big payday that Dak got, the Cowboys actually also managed to restructure the contracts of Lyle Collins and and Tyron Smith and Zach Martin. So that cleared up I think uh, like $15 or seven, $17 million seven, dollars in cap. Seven, yeah. So with all this turmoil and controversy over what was going to happen with Dak's contract, there was really only two outcomes. Either they don't pay him and they let him walk or they overpay him and they suffer in the future, like you just said. But it seems like they've made actually a pretty decent amount of good moves that make sense to at least stop the bleeding for the time being. Now, we don't know what, is going to happen, you're right, financially in, let's say, two to three years. But for now, I think for 2021 and for at least 2022, they have their biggest question answered. And, I mean, I I personally felt it was inevitable. You, as a Cowboys fan, were not in favor of this. We were speculating on different scenarios, whether bringing in Russell Wilson via trade was going to happen. You made fun of me. I, I did. Franchise tagging Dak again. Which they didn't do, so you know it's 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 very interesting to see how this all played out. But uh, I'm rooting for Dak. I'm I'm glad they got his money, and I think a big reason why they they ended up giving in, or Jerry said that you know he he was his backup was up against the wall, and he overpaid. He admitted overpaying for Dak. But as a 25, 26 year old quarterback like Dak Prescott, he's being paid more for the intangibles, I think, than his actual football ability, which is already very good. But he's a natural-born leader. He's his maturity is very impressive for a young quarterback of his age. And being quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys is not easy. I mean, it's not, it's it's this wouldn't and I think we we touched on this with Barry yesterday. Being the quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys is much different than being quarterback of you know, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars. So I don't know if this kind of situation would pan out the way it would had it not been for Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys operating the way that they do, but they got the job done. And I think this is going to be very good for them going forward, but you want to hear something funny in case you need to laugh today. So the Cowboys are paying Dak Prescott about 22 and a half million to pay, to play for them in 2021. The Philadelphia Eagles are paying Carson Wentz 34 million to play in Indianapolis in 2021. So if that makes you feel, if they, if you want to feel a little bit better about overpaying for no. Dak, at least as a Cowboys fan, that should that should put a smile on your face.
0: It's it's amazing the complete one eighty that the Philadelphia Eagles have taken. Like they were yeah. they were going to be the favorite in the division for a decade. They had the quarterback, the roster, they had the GM, that like they had, the, like the coach, they had everything right in Philadelphia, and then Carson Wentz has one bad season. And they totally flip the script because they're just like, you know what, screw this, we're done with him. Like yeah. that, I- I'm telling you, giving up on Carson Wentz is going to bite them in the rear. It will. I agree. It really will, man. Because I-, I, I know that so many people like to rush the judgment. I-, I don't want meet- to get too far off on a tangent on the Eagles, but Carson Wentz does not suck. Like if you've watched Carson Wentz play football, that dude does not suck. If there's a- like he might not be like Aaron Rodgers, but he could certainly be a top 10 quarterback in the NFL who just had a terrible season.
2: I agree. Well, I said that I said this on, on this show, not too long ago, but back in 2018, when Mahomes had kind of his, when he burst out onto the scene and he, he made his presence known to anyone winning an MVP. I said, okay, this is going to be the guy in the AFC. And then you start to look at the mirror image in the conference in the opposite conference in the NFC and think, well, who, who's going to be the guy there, you know, who's gonna be the guy in the NFC that's gonna that's gonna give the Chiefs or at least Patrick Mahomes a run for his money? And in terms of skill set, age, situation, coach, you're right, organization, all that. First guy I thought of was Carson Wentz. And obviously they they had gone down two separate roads. So yep. it, yeah, you're right. It's it's amazing, really, how how quickly things
0: can change. It's amazing. But okay, back to the Cowboys. Um I here's the thing. The way that I view this is that. If the Cowboys want to win a Super Bowl, they got to do it now. They got to do it right. Like, and I mean, I don't mean like right now is in the window is three years long. I mean, the window is one season. They got one season to do it. Okay. You get Dak for 22 million bucks this year on the cap pit. Okay. He's not your most expensive player. DeMarcus Lawrence is your most expensive player at $25 million in a cap pit. Um, I think if the Cowboys were to win a Super Bowl, it has to be this year. and I listen, in all fairness, I do think the Cowboys have a chance to be really, really good this year. I really do. And the reason I'm saying that is because A, their division sucks ass. It's terrible. Okay. The, I, the Eagles are going to regress on like dramatically. They're going to be so bad next year. Um, the Giants, I, I think the Giants are probably the team that's closest because they, you know, their defense is pretty solid. And I think they're going to spend money on a wide receiver or something like that. They're going to try, they're going to get Saquon Barkley back next year. They're going to be the team, I think, that is going to fight for the division, also. Washington still doesn't know what they're doing at quarterback. So I just, I have this feeling again, Mike McCarthy in year two. If Dak's healthy, that offense is going to be at the top of the league. And I I can't imagine that that defense can be that bad twice. I just can't. Like, even if they don't get much better, it can't be that bad twice. You know, they're going to draft defense. I think they're going to spend a decent amount of money in free agency on defense. They're going to, they're going to, you know, sign a Keanu Neal or something like that to play safety. And they're going to bring Gerald McCoy back. And, you know, they, they, they might look into signing somebody like Malcolm Brown or something like that, that the saints just cut like the Cowboys have a lot of reasons why they should be the division winner next year, but it's not even just that. It's just all of this stuff. Like they they have the roster, they have the quarterback. They have I I think they have the coach. I really do. Like this is not a bad team. You look at the roster. The these are good players that they're working with, and if you look at the NFC, it's gotten a lot weaker in the past year. I mean your your biggest threat is probably Tampa Bay right? Like your biggest threats probably because Tom Brady proved that he could still play a little bit. So Tampa Bay is going to be a threat and new Orleans is going to get worse. You know, you're dealing with Tampa Bay. You're dealing with the Packers probably. and you know, and after that you're it's, it's kind of, okay, maybe, maybe Arizona could be good. Maybe the Rams could be good. Seattle will be in it, but not really because the roster sucks. Like that's kind of what you're working with here. Like Dallas, I think could go into next year, as maybe the second or third best team in the entire NFC, just based on roster and stability and all that. Like, am I crazy for thinking that?
2: No, no. And there's no reason why uh, with the talent that they have just on the roster right now, without any additions, this is even pre-draft. I would say right now, then they still have a top 10 pick. It's the 10th overall pick, but they still have a top 10 pick. So they could, they could use that on a guy like Sertain or Caleb Farley to, to fill some of the cornerback fill some of the cornerback holes and kind of tighten up that defense a little bit, which was staggeringly bad last season. Uh, So I think the only reason why the, I could see the Cowboys floundering at least this year would be because of Mike McCarthy. Now I don't know. That
0: doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: if you're, you're a Cowboys fan, you can, you can answer this. Are you confident that Mike McCarthy is the guy for the job? Do you think he's even an upgrade over Jason Garrett?
0: Yes. I look, I, I think I'm one of the few people, it feels like, that still has a good amount of faith in Mike McCarthy. Look, I, I think in a season that had, there was no preseason, you know, Dak and Mike McCarthy, I don't know, were, were communicating that well early on. You know, I, I just think that, I and also I think honestly, if you gave Dak another shot, right, if Dak didn't get hurt, I think the Cowboys have a chance at least at winning a couple of more games and maybe not like maybe they go eight and eight or something like that. They win the division and the, you know, like I think there's at least a chance for that, but there was no chance to redeem himself. So I think that there's at least some sort of a possibility that he's uh, look, it would be really hard for me to say that he's worse than Jason Garrett. It would be re- like Jason Garrett in Dallas was awful. He was awful. That was the most predictable offense I've ever seen. And you're witnessing it now because he's running your (laughs) offense in New York. Mm -hmm. Is is that not? You tell me as a Giants fan. Okay. And you watch probably close to every Giants game, if not every Giants game. Right? Like, is that not the most bland, predictable offense you've ever seen in your life?
2: The one word I, I always use to describe the Giants offense since Garrett took over the OC job was stale. Now, when I when I used to look at Garrett's tenure in Dallas, when they got Zeke, I said, okay, Zeke led the league in rushing two out of his first three seasons. Yeah. Now, given that, I said, okay, he knows what to do when he has a, a bell cow back and every down back that can actually produce and handle, you know, twenty five, thirty five carries a game. So when the Giants drafted Barkley, you know, in the first year where where Pat Shermer was the head coach. You know, they they didn't know how to use them. They didn't know what to do. Now, given the situations were drastically different, the Cowboys had the best offensive line in football like they did for the better part of a decade. And the Giants had the worst offensive line or one of the worst offensive lines in recent memory for a pretty long time. Now, when he arrived in New York, I said, okay, maybe he can take some of that run heavy schematics and apply it and actually figure out how to use Barkley. But he has not been able to do that. Now the offensive line hasn't improved really by much. Maybe maybe, and slightly, hurt. maybe slightly, yeah, and, and Barkley got hurt, partially due to the fact that they can't protect and they can't open up holes. So right. it's more of an indictment on on the, the talent that the Giants have on the roster because in terms of offensive talent, the Dallas Cowboys and the Giants aren't even exactly close. So, um, yeah, I, I don't understand why Jason Garrett was chosen for the job, immediately I don't know if there's going to be any changes maybe through the draft or like you said before through free agency the Giants can add some pieces that Garrett can maybe work with but I tell you what if they do if they if they draft let's say like a Jalen Waddle, and they do end up signing a guy like Corey Davis with Saquon Barkley back Ingram hopefully nails down the drops issues That's and Slate they're
0: Shepherd still. Slayton
2: Shepard exactly and that offense is still not productive then you have a problem
0: then you got a problem yeah I agree I agree 100 percent Um, so again, uh, moral of the story here, um, Dak Prescott is, I think, drastically overpaid. And I said, from the very beginning, uh, Dak is going to get a contract that's around 40 million bucks. And if he gets that, I don't care how it's structured. If he gets that, I'm going to hate it because like, even if the Cowboys two years down the line could say, you know what? We can restructure this deal. We can, you know, uh, you know, divert money over to uh, to other years and, you know, uh, uh, transfer it over to signing bonuses and stuff like that to open up some cap room, I'm sorry, you're not taking a $44 million cap hit and turning it into a $20 million cap hit. It's just not, it, it, it's not possible, okay? Because, what, like, what is going to happen, honestly? So, you're telling me that Jerry Jones can say, you know what? $44 million cap it, that's a lot of money. I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Instead, what I'm gonna do is I'm going to take $20 million of that cap and I'm gonna throw it into a signing bonus so that Dak's signing bonus is $33 million and it comes straight out of my pocket. I hand it to him on the table. It's not it's not happening. I'm so it's it's just not. Like that $40 million cap, it might go down to 35. It might go down to whatever, but it's not going down to anything even kind of reasonable. So I'm telling you right now, date it March 12th, 2021 on March 12th, 2023, the top story in the NFL will be how bad the Dak Prescott contract is. Let Let me know what you think about this too. Because people keep saying, oh, the the contract's going to be fine because the cap is going to keep going up. It's going to keep increasing. So by then, it's not going to look as bad. We literally always say that. Okay, 24 of the last 25 years in the NFL, the cap number has gone up. Okay, every single year, except for one in the last 25 years, it's gone up, and we still have bad, bad contracts. Can we just cut the crap with that? It's me, the dumbest argument in the world. Let me ask you this.
2: What in your mind will justify this contract?
0: A Super Bowl will justify it.
2: Will a Super Bowl appearance justify it? Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll even dumb it down. Yeah. Uh, an, I
0: would, yeah. What what about
2: an NFC an NFC championship game?
0: No. Okay. No. No,
2: I I agree. I agree. A contract like this sets the bar pretty high for expectations.
0: Look, he got paid. He's the second highest paid quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. Right now he's the second highest paid quarterback in NFL history. In fact, the first four years. Okay. So in the four years that Dak has in his contract, he is making more money than Patrick Mahomes in the first four years of his contract. That's insane. I, am sorry on what, like, this is something I don't understand. Okay. On what planet could somebody look me dead in my fat white face and say Dak Prescott deserves more money than Patrick Mahomes, right? Patrick Mahomes in the last three years. I'm sorry. Wait, no, two, three years, two, three.
2: Mahomes Mahomes was drafted in, in
0: 2017. Right, right. So in the last three years, he's won MVP, and he's gone to two Super Bowls and won one. In the last three years. It's not very close. It is not even it's not very
2: close. close.
0: It's not even like D- Dak is like all the way down here. And Matt Patrick Mahomes is like the moon. Like mm-hmm. that's that's what that is. Okay. It's not even remotely close. Okay, who would you take today, Matt? Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott? Today? Yeah. Right now? Yeah. I'm taking Wilson. Okay, me too. Would you take Deshaun Watson or Dak? Deshaun. Okay, me too. Would you take Josh Allen or Dak? Josh Allen, but not by much. Okay, but see, like, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, so you think he's right around in the Josh Allen you know, probably Lamar Jackson. I would take Lamar Jackson over Dak though. But like I he's in that area. Okay. We understand. I said the four there are four elite quarterbacks in the NFL today. Four. That's it. It's only four. Mahomes, Rogers, Wilson, and Deshaun Watson. Those are the only four guys that I think are elite in this league.
2: Yeah, I put I put Dak in like the eight to eleven range.
0: I put Dak in like between eight and thirteen. Or something like that, because after that you get Lamar, you get Josh Allen, you get guys like that, that are like that, you know, are better than Dak right now.
2: Let me ask you this. Would you take Justin Herbert today or Dak Prescott? Money, not involved, money, not involved, purely skill,
0: Justin Herbert.
2: Interesting. I think that's that's a, I think that's a tough one.
0: I think it's tough too, but like, here's the thing. Okay. The 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 really young guys like Herbert and Joe Burrow and guys like that, like those guys are really tough because you don't know what they're gonna be in year two. Mm-hmm. But what I saw from year one, I would take Herbert and I would take Joe Burrow over Dak. Yeah. I wouldn't take Tua over Dak. Yeah, me neither. But I would take Kyla Murray over Dak. I would take Kyla Murray over Dak. I would take what did I what was the list that I made? Where is that? I think I, I probably still have it.
2: That's a tough one. Murray over Dak.
0: I have to still have it. You know what? I'm going to find it.
2: I remember talking. I remember talking to you about it.
0: I am going to find it. Yeah, here we go. Okay. Pat Mahal. So here are the guys that I would take over Dak. I have Dak as the 13th ranked quarterback in the NFL. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mahomes, Wilson, Rogers, Watson, Josh Allen, Lamar, Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, Kyler Murray, Justin Herbert, and Derek Carr. Oh, and Carson Wentz. Okay. Those are the guys that I would take over Dak. Everybody else. Okay. Big Ben. Big Ben, no. Stafford, no. Baker, no. Tannehill, no. Jared Goff, Kirk Cousins, uh, Drew Brees. I I, I have Joe Burrow down a little bit lower because, again, I I think – Yeah, he got hurt. And that kind of – Right, didn't
2: play a full season. He didn't
0: play enough games. Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, is arguable because he went to the Super Bowl, but he's never healthy, so that hurts him too. Mm -hmm. Um, And then everybody else, Sam Darnold and Tua and Daniel Jones and guys like that, Cam Newton, all those guys, they're way below Dak. But Dak is, to me, an above-average quarterback bordering on really good. I, I think but that yeah.
2: you, you can win a Super Bowl with Dak. I truly believe that.
0: But you can, but here's my, like, you can only win a Super Bowl with Dak at a reasonable price. Yeah. Okay. Once When Dak makes $40 million a year, you're not winning a Super Bowl with him.
2: Yeah. Team, listen, teams teams tend to do this and then they end up shooting themselves in the foot. So, you know, we'll see. The, the Eagles did it. The Eagles gave Carson Wentz a huge contract and they traded him out of town. The Texans gave Deshaun Watson and they're going to probably end up trading him out of town.
0: You know, it's, it's a baffling it's, thing. Jared Goff, like, look at all that. Look at all that money. I, I, and and the baffling thing to me is is that sometimes teams re up, right? So like after yeah. that bad contract is over, they do it again. Like the Minnesota Vikings had Kirk Cousins for like twenty eight million bucks, which mm-hmm. in today, like today's world, is a way reasonable amount of money yeah. for a quarterback now. Mm-hmm. But it was a bad contract then. And they re-upped and they gave him like 33. I'm like, what are you
2: doing? Yeah. Some some doing? team some teams, man, it's they make moves that are, are very questionable because finding finding a quarterback is hard. Finding the right quarterback yes. is even harder. So once they got him, it's very tough to let them slip away. If you truly believe that they're the guy, you know, and it, sometimes, yeah, like like the Cowboys. If they're backed into a corner and they say we got no better option, we like this guy. We want him to be the quarterback of our team, you know, just name your price. And we'll give it to you. And that's what they end up doing.
0: Yes or no? Gun to your head. Could the Cowboys compete for a Super Bowl next year? Yes I or no? Gun have, to your I, head.
2: I, 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 my gut instinct says no, because I don't think that Patrick Sertain is the re- is the key that turns the switch for that defense. where they, Maybe where, where they, where they go from horrible to a super bowl winning defense. I don't, I don't think so.
0: Of course, we're talking about the hypothetical Patrick Sertain. You're right. But like
2: Patrick, Patrick Sertain and and Caleb Farley could be the next Deion Sanders. And I don't think it would be enough to elevate that, that defense.
0: Could Dan, could Dan Quinn be the answer for that deal? And that doesn't mean making them top 10. But it makes them at least competitive.
2: Yeah, listen, maybe maybe Dan Quinn, who stepped down it's from a head coach.
0: It's a coaching thing. Yeah,
2: he, go, he goes back to his defensive roots. Listen he, listen, he was the coach of the Legion of Boom. They were the best defense in the, the NFL. What's for the a, Super Bowl for with a number of years.
0: I mean, it's not like this guy can't coach. He's not a scrub. Right, I understand
2: that. But I, I, I got to tell you, man, it was – I mean, come on, man. They weren't just below average. They were embarrassing they were. on defense last year. They were year.
0: terrible. They I, were terrible. And the, the <laughs> scary part about that was is that – they were terrible with talented guys. Exactly. A talented, Marcus, guys are pay- talented guys Warren, they're paying a lot dude. of money to. I got news for you. When Randy Gregory is not suspended or whatever, and he's on the field, Randy Gregory is an effective pass rusher. Yeah. Like, these guys are not. Alden Smith had a pretty good year last year. Like these were not. Leighton Van Der Esch and. You and I even talked about this. Trayvon Diggs had a really good rookie season. I agree and they were still bad, like really bad. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, part of that, I think could be at least a little bit attributed to the fact that they were rolling with a backup quarterback all year. The offense wasn't nearly as effective. They weren't on the field as long, Like right? Like Andy Dalton and, and Garrett Gilbert and Ben Tenucci were not, Getting him anywhere, yeah. quarterback? Like you know what I mean. So,
2: De- Demarcus Lawrence next year needs to have a minimum of ten sacks to at least justify the money he's making. Jalen Smith, apparently,
0: analytically, like said. Pro Football Focus, apparently, Demarcus Lawrence was like a top five defensive lineman in all of football. I'm like, that I don't that- know how. I don't know how. <laughs> how is that even remotely possible?
2: We could right. both probably name five edge rushers. Just we could probably just name five edge rushers that were better than him. Listen, I got
0: news for you: the the Washington football team has two or three pass rushers that are better than DeMarcus Lawrence right now. Mm -hmm. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, and Jonathan Allen are all unbelievably good. Their defensive front (laughs) is so scary. Scary good. They're
2: going to feast on the Giants' offensive line next year.
0: Feast. They are so – that defense is going to be very good. If they can figure out quarterback and maybe grab another weapon that isn't Terry McLaurin, Washington could be good next year. Yeah. Coaching. They've got it figured out. Ron Rivera is outstanding. He like that team was supposed to be like made like absolutely made fun of right. They were the laughing stock of the NFL because of the whole name thing. And like Ron Rivera was just like, man, cut the PS man. And he like completely shifted the culture. Like he beat cancer. He just like, he took all of that stuff and shoved it up its own ass
2: he completely he, he completely whipped that locker room into shape and it oh showed my goodness yeah
0: unreal they're they're right. a team
2: they're a team on the up and up
0: you're right you're right all right so we just spent a half an hour on that subject uh so that leads me to don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts you go to landryfootball.com that is landryfootball.com click on the ad yeah, that's located in the upper right side of the page Pick among the gaming sites that are legal in your state. You sign up and you instantly receive an account deposit match or a risk free bet from $100 to $1,000. $100 to $1,000 in an account deposit match or a risk free bet. It's that easy. Thanks to our sponsor, American Betting Experts. That is American Betting Experts. Um, okay. So let's dive into this. Um hang on. Now let me do the here we go. Uh so Cam Newton re upped with uh New England today. What'd you make about that?
2: Yeah, it's uh it's one year deal. I think they said it was close to 14 million. 14
0: million bucks.
2: So here's what I think about the whole Cam Newton situation. They were bad last year, obviously. They were Real terrible. Cam Newton, Cam Newton was horrible as one of the worst quarterbacks in the league.
0: It's amazing how the Patriots went seven and nine with how poorly Cam Newton played football. Right, but here, here, played football incredibly bad last year.
2: Here's here's a couple things we need to consider. We haven't seen a new quarterback in New England in twenty years, right? There's all, there's all this talk about the New England system. It's probably not very easy to break into it, especially if you're, you know, succeeding the greatest quarterback who ever played. It's not that easy. Bill Belichick is an incredible coach, and you're right. Being seven and nine with that with that talent is a testament to his abilities. Yeah, but I do truly think they'll be better next year. I think another I think another year in the New England system for Cam is going to be beneficial. We'll see what they do with the 15th overall pick. And they had a league high in opt outs last year. They had a lot of guys that did not play, yeah.
0: and they were all defensive guys. Right?
2: They'll get De- they'll get Dante Hightower back next year. They
0: 40 they'll get Patrick Chung.
2: Right. So when you consider all of that stuff, it's actually pretty amazing that they won even seven games. You know, you you tell them the situation before you hear about their record, you probably think they won three or four, right? Especially with Buffalo being the powerhouse in that division, and Miami was a pretty formidable team last year as well. So now they're 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 the third best team in their division. So next year they could lose Joe Tooney in free agency. I, I think they will. But
1: they,
2: they just traded to get Trent Brown back from, from the Raiders. So that'll give them a nice uh, tackle presence up front. And we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. We don't know really what went wrong last year for Cam. I mean, he wasn't hurt or anything. He started, all, he started every game. So maybe the, another year under the belt, get all those defensive guys back, get that New England defense going so they can stop their opponent, put the offense on the field a little bit more. Uh, maybe even select a playmaker or maybe even a quarterback at 15. And I think the Patriots are actually, I think, I think the playoff, the, the Patriots could be a playoff team next year.
0: I do too. I do too. Here's the thing. I think Yeah, like, I, I don't like the excuse of um, like Cam Newton was bad last year because he was a little bit banged up. Cam Newton played 15 games last year. Yeah. Okay. In comparison to some other Cam Newton years, that's pretty, that's pretty healthy. Like Cam Newton's a pretty healthy guy right now. Um, seven and eight in those games completed 66% of his throws. I, I mean, this is what I'm talking about. 15 games, Matt. He threw eight touchdowns and 10 picks. Yeah. Eight yeah. I don't care what he ran for. I don't care. I, he ran for 12 touchdowns and 592 yards. That's all fine and good. I don't care. Yeah. Uh, he had
2: a 70.9 PFF grade in 2020, which made him the 22nd ranked
0: quarterback. He had a quarterback rating of 82.9. Yeah. Which by the way, average is 88. It's not great. Average for a quarterback rating is 88. Okay. Cam Newton was atrocious last year, but you bring up some good points. That's a, you know, You're not going to pick up on Bill Belichick's system that quickly. You're just not. Okay. And again, Tom Brady, who is the greatest of all time, was, I mean, he was their quarterback for 20 years. It's going to look a little bit different. So I think that the Patriots could rebound a little bit because again, I, I think, I think Miami honestly is due for at least a little bit of regression, a little bit. Uh, and I think Buffalo is even due for a little bit of regression because I don't know if Josh Allen's going to put together that good of a season next year again. So I think the Patriots could take advantage of that. But again, like nine and seven could get them in the playoffs next year. Like they could be two games better than they were this year. You know, like we 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 all look at the Patriots and stuff like, oh my God, they were terrible last year. They really weren't. They were a game under 500. Like if you would have told me, okay, their quarterback, through eight touchdowns and 10 picks, ranked 22nd in PFF grade among quarterbacks, and they had that many opt-out guys, they'd be like, oh my God, they're going to be terrible. They weren't. They were two games or three games out of the playoffs, and that's because 10-6 and six got you got into the playoffs last year. Like, it was just unbelievable. So uh, here's the thing. Uh, I, I think the Patriots, what they're doing here with Cam, is this is their safety blanket. I don't think they're in love with the idea of having Cam Newton as their quarterback next year, but they're saying, "Look, if we don't re-sign Cam, we could be left with nothing." Because you know that the Jets are not going to trade Sam Darnold to the Patriots. You just you know they're not going to do that. Okay? They I very highly doubt that the Panthers are going to trade Teddy Bridgewater unless they get Deshaun Watson, or there can shore up somebody like Justin Fields. And even if they want to shore up somebody like Justin Fields, they might not want to play him right away and have Teddy Bridgewater bridge the gap. So he might not even be available. I mean, who else are you going to get? You're going to get Jameis Winston who threw 30 picks. Like they might just say, look, we know cam cam bought in last year. We weren't terrible with him, even though he wasn't very good. This is a safe option for them. This is just the, you know what, let's bring him back, and if anything, he starts for us next year again if we don't have the answer at quarterback, right? Let's say they draft Mac Jones in the first round, okay? Use Cam to bridge the gap and have Mac Jones come in or something like that. Like, at least have somebody there that can be, you know, and and honestly, if he doesn't end up starting at quarterback, trade him for a six-round pick or something like that. So I, I don't, this isn't the end of the world. I mean, it's amazing to me how poorly he played throwing the football last year. It's just, it's amazing to me. He's never, and I've always been really critical of Cam on, on on his ability to throw the football from the pocket Um, because he's just, he's not accurate at all. But last year, the completion percentage was pretty good, but the production just was, nowhere to be found it just wasn't they they took the ball out of his hands when it mattered so I don't know it's 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 a little bit of an interesting situation when it comes to that speaking of that though Tom Brady God he pisses me off dude it's so annoying like can he just go away? I'm so tired of watching NFL football if Tom Brady's just going to win the damn Super Bowl every year. I'm just – I'm sick of it. Stop wasting my time.
2: And, you know, with the contract he signed, it actually saves the Bucs $19 million against the cap.
0: (sighs) So doing this – They're going to get all their free agents back. They already signed. They're going to get David. They're going to get
2: get Shaq, you get Shaq Barrett back, they already franchise tag Chris Godwin. Godwin, yep. The whole team's going to be back next year.
0: I think I just gave myself a headache.
2: Uh, so I, uh, I don't oh, know, man. We, let me throw uh, to, to tie to tie the, to tie this all together. You know, from our our earlier conversation with Tampa with Tampa Bay returning next year with basically the same team. You think they're
0: going to run it back in the NFC's going to get better. Yeah. I mean, like Seattle's going to fall off. I mean, green Bay has a chance to be as good as they were this year and maybe even better, but Seattle, I think is going to go is going to fall off. I think that Arizona has a chance to be good, but they won't be as good as Tampa. Dallas, I think has a chance to be good, but they're probably not going to be as good as Tampa.
2: And then look at the AFC. Kansas City lost Eric. Kansas F- City's going to get worse. They're going to get worse. They, they lost Schwartz and Fisher. So they might not even come out of the AFC next year.
0: Whoa. This looks stupid.
2: It, it just took me by surprise. I didn't, I really didn't. I think usually don't
0: wear these. Now you can see my computer screen. through. Yeah, my I
2: can't head. really see your.
0: You can't see my eyes. I
2: don't like it. Take them off. Why'd you do that?
0: <laughs> they actually kind of look like sunglasses when I wear them like this because you can't see my eyes.
2: You look like a cyborg. I don't like it. Yeah, I don't I don't know what's happening. It's whatever.
0: <laughs> I'll take him off.
2: Yeah, man, listen. If they're, um, if they're able to do it, people always say, like, oh, you know, Tom Brady, how is he able to, to uh, maintain this career of sustainable success? This is why he just repeatedly signs team-friendly contracts. Tom Brady has never been the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Ever. When, when was the last time the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL won a Super Bowl?
0: I don't know. Has don't it ever know. happened? I don't know. I don't know either. It, it I mean, has I, happened recently, I'll tell you that much.
2: Definitely not. So I, I I really don't know when the last time the highest paid quarterback in the NFL won a Super Bowl.
0: It's unreal. It is no. unreal. Like, it just, it makes me angry. It legitimately makes me angry. Because like, I just can't stand watching him just say, you know what, I'm going to sign up for another year. Then, you know what, let me go another year after that. Like, he's going to play till he's 47. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me?
2: He he says 45. He says 45 he wants to play until. He's 44
0: this next year, right? Yes. Yes. This next season, I think, is going to be his age 44 season.
2: He's 43, right? He'll be 44 in August. So right before the season starts, he'll turn 44.
0: Yeah. So his age 44 season. And then he's going to play until he's 45. Good God. And that's, of course, watch the Cowboys go to the conference championship game two years in a row with Dak's new contract, and Brady beats him both years. And he just, God, I hate him so much. God, that would,
2: that drives me insane. Would you rather, would you rather the Cowboys miss the playoffs entirely or lose in the conference championship to Tom Brady?
0: Miss the playoffs entirely. (laughs) I'm not even kidding, dude.
2: I'm not kidding. Oh, brother! All right, I'm not I, kidding. Okay, I I, 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 don't think you're crazy, but that's just funny to me.
0: You're a Giants fan. You've beaten the guy twice. Oh, look, where am I?
2: That's right. I got no qualms with. The, I got no qualms with the guy. I almost root for him now.
0: I know. I know. You're just as bad as he is. <laughs> you're just as bad. Yes. Sorry, school. man.
2: Sorry. Sorry, I was able to witness two of the greatest Super Bowls with overcoming improbable odds. Twice, yeah.
0: With 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 Eli Manning, who first ballot Hall of Famer can't even zip up his own pants. First ballot Hall of Famer. Sorry, I agree. I think he should get into the Hall of Fame also. But but there is a legitimate argument to be had that he shouldn't, though, because at at no point in Eli's career was he a top ten quarterback in the NFL.
2: Okay, 2011 was probably the best playoff performance by any quarterback in NFL I history. He, he's top. He's top ten in pretty much every statistical category for a quarterback, including passing yards and passing touchdowns. No, but downs. they're
0: gonna listen. They're gonna put. They're gonna put Eli Manning in the same category as Jim Plunkett instead of the same category category as Troy Aikman. Like that's just gonna be the way it is. The, the, he's gonna be the guy that miraculously won two Super Bowls without being that good. Miraculously.
2: Miraculously hysterical. You're a funny guy. That's why I like I, you. Listen, I'm not you're, saying, you're I,
0: I, Matt, why are you mad at me? I think he should get in.
2: Two, the, he, he has I two two in. of the greatest, most clutch throws in Super Bowl
0: history. Eli will get in. You don't have to worry about that. I think the only the only quarterback that has won more than one Super Bowl that will never get into the Hall of Fame is Jim Plunkett. Right. He will never get into the Hall of Fame. But yeah, I agree. Big Ben will. And Eli will. Yeah. Do you think Philip Rivers will? No. Me neither. Even though I will say this, Philip Rivers is statistically pretty much equivalent to Big Ben.
2: Yeah. And you know the thing about Eli and Philip Rivers that people have to take into account?
0: Eli statistically is the worst out of the three.
2: Well, think about this. What I was just going to say, Philip Rivers and Eli Manning, they're Iron Men. They started like 255 games straight without missing a game. I know. They never got hurt. That's got to count for something. It so does. to any of, the, any of the people doubting their abilities, think about how tough that is. And especially in the era they played from, from 2003 or four, whenever they were drafted, up until last year. Uh, Phillip Rivers played last year. And Eli played the year before that. So that's that's a 15, 16-year career in in the era where rules were not around that protected quarterbacks like they did today. Also, where quarterbacks were not not mobile quarterbacks like we're seeing today, Phillip Rivers and Eli Manning were both pocket stand-up guys. Think about how much they were hit—so much more than quarterbacks are hit today—and
0: they you, still never they, missed a game. Do you think Philip Rivers should get into the Hall of Fame?
2: No, no, no. because uh, he, listen, he's—I'm pretty sure in his entire career, if I'm not mistaken, I believe he's only been to one conference title game. Yeah. And that was two years ago against the Chiefs?
0: Uh, I was and it,
2: and, and it's not like he'd ever had talent around him. The guy had LaDainian Tomlinson and Chris Chambers and Vincent Jackson and Keenan Allen and all these really good weapons around Antonio him. Antonio Gates. Antonio Gates. I mean, all these guys for yeah. a really long Chargers time.
0: Chargers have done a good job at providing talent for him. They've always had they've, they've always had
2: competitive had. rosters Melvin but. Gordon
0: Melvin Gordon, Austin Eckler, Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, and guys hey, like Henry. that. Even even the today guys are good. Look on the opposite
2: side of the ball. I mean Junior Seau, it's Sean Merriman, all all these guys.
0: Melvin Ingram, Joey Bosa. Melvin like,
2: Ingram and Joey Bosa. I mean
0: it's guys, not like guys.
2: It, It's not like it's not like he's Calvin Johnson and suffered his entire career in a dumpster organization.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. But
2: that's my well, that's my that's my case.
0: So, do you okay? You and I both agree that Big Ben and Eli should both get in, right? Yeah. Who do you think deserves it more? Like both so those two both, guys, both have who two. Think, who do you think deserves to be in the Hall of Fame more?
2: They both have two Super Bowl victories. Same draft class.
0: Yep. Big Ben's played a little bit longer. Now. Big Ben's
2: played a little bit longer. Now, he's still compa- He's, I mm, would you say that Ben, as of recent, has played? Let's look from like 2016 I think ben- on. Do you think Ben played at a higher level than Eli did in the last five years? Because Eli, because when Eli went, when Eli's was in the twilight of his career, right? From like 2016, which was the last time they made the playoffs, on it was noticeable how Eli was on the downturn. I think Ben, yeah, ben, le- ben, ben led the NFL in passing yards in 2018.
0: Ben is absolutely better today than Eli would be if he played. He absolutely, Ben is better today than Eli would be if Eli was still playing. So but, you could make an argument. I at- also think that big Ben at his best was miles better than Eli at his best. That's not crazy. I,
2: I don't completely disagree with that. But
0: Big Ben, I mean, let's just let me just pull up the numbers. Okay. So let's take a look. Before we get into the game, I want to look at Big Ben's best year and I want to look at Eli's best year and compare.
2: They both never won a regular M- season MVP. Am I correct?
0: Uh, I believe you're right. Eli didn't. Big Ben did not either. Uh, yeah. Big Ben's a six time Pro Bowler, Eli's four times. Mm-hmm. How many? Uh,
2: how many All Pros each? None. Really? None. So that's surprising. Big
0: Ben won Offensive Rookie of the Year, and Eli did not. Eli won Walter Payton Man of the Year in 2016, and that's th- that's it. And then there's the two Super Bowl titles. So mm-hmm. Eli's best. I'm I'm going to go by quarterback rating. Eli's best career quarterback rating was 93.6 in 2015. Okay. That was apparently his best year. He threw 62.5% completion percentage, 4,400 yards, 35 touchdowns, and 14 picks. That's a good season. Yeah,
2: okay. That's
0: a good season. Big Ben, his best year as a quarterback rating was 2007 when he threw 65% completion percentage, 3,100 yards, 32 touchdowns, and 11 picks. Um, Big Ben has had three seasons where his quarterback rating was over 100. Eli Manning has never had a quarterback rating over 100. Hmm. Eli Manning's highest career quarterback rating is 93.6, Ben's is 104.1. Okay. So I, but here's the thing I would say that Ben's best year is actually 2014, he led the league in passing yards. He had almost 5,000 passing yards, 67% completion percentage, 32 touchdowns and nine interceptions. He was throwing for 309 and a half yards a game. Eli Manning's highest yards per game was what? No, 308. 308 308.3 in 2011.
2: Okay, so I mean, I, it's I say, not. like yeah, Ben.
0: Pretty, I think it's pretty easy to say that Ben ha- Ben's best year is better than Eli's best year, and Ben had more great years than Eli.
2: I also believe that does Ben have more playoff appearances? Did the Steelers make the playoffs more in Ben's tenure than the Giants did with Eli?
0: Uh because I because yeah.
2: I know I know from that 2015 One, two, season that you five. named I believe that was the I believe that was the last time the Giants made the playoffs.
0: Ben has made the playoffs 11 times. Eli has made the playoffs 6 times.
2: Okay, see I I, I had a feeling.
0: So Eli again, Eli won the Super Bowl in 07, won the Super Bowl in 11, right? He mm-hmm. Had a great season in 08. Um he had a terrible postseason in 08, uh, but yes, so those two really, if you really look at it, okay, Eli, Eli Manning's career is pretty much made in the two seasons that he made the Super that he went, that he won the Super Bowl. Yeah,
2: and Ben it, also it, had the, br- Ben like, was also in, this, in the, Ben also has the Browns and the Bengals in his division.
0: Yeah, but. Not, oh, what I mean, but that's the thing. Like, it's not like he fluked in the playoffs either. I mean, when B- Ben won the Super Bowl in 05 and 08, right. Mm-hmm. So Eli 07 and 11, this is the thing though, is that Eli in those postseasons were, he was so good. It wasn't even funny. He was so good. I mean, th- he threw six touchdowns and one interception in 07 in that playoffs, nine touchdowns and one interception in 2011. That alone he was 103.3 in that in that playoffs. That's yeah.
2: insane. That alone should get him in.
0: But that's the thing. Is that's a, that's a fun is, little is it, debate? Is though, it, is it? So let me look at Jim Plunkett because Jim Plunkett, I think, isn't as good as either one of them. But Jim Plunkett in those playoffs, uh, let me see. He won two Super Bowls. I mean, eh, okay. Okay. So he only made the playoffs four times, won the Super Bowl in 1980, won the Super Bowl in 1983, 96.2 quarterback rating in his first Super Bowl run. That was a good run. The second one was not nearly as good. It was like 85 and a half. So, okay. Yeah. So, it, but if you're asking me really quick, I would say that. Ben deserves it a little bit more than Eli.
2: Does it matter who deserves it no, more? It
0: doesn't. But
2: it's you're a, just it's, trying to hurt oh, my feelings. At this, you're okay, you're yeah. just you're just trying to hurt my Gim feelings. A at little this point. Bit. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever, man.
0: Oh, uh, that was fun though. I like talking about that. That was I, I like when we get into those little things. Okay. Oh, we got to play the game. Let's play the game. So, uh, the way this game works, uh, and we only have about yeah, we got to like, rip through them. We got about like six minutes to play it. Um, So it's called For Better or For Worse. Matt came up with it. It was his idea. Okay, so all 32 teams, are they going to be better or are they going to be worse next year? Okay, Matt, go.
2: All right, I'm going to go through each division and then you and I say literally one sentence or – better or or worse. And then maybe a little blurb about why just can't take long. Okay. Okay, We'll we'll start right now with the NFC East, Dallas Cowboys,
0: better coach quarterback, stability, best roster
2: agreed. New York giants
0: better. I think, uh, Daniel Jones will improve. The roster will improve. Their offense is going to get better.
2: Going to be heavily dependent on the draft, but I agree. Uh, Washington football team,
0: they will get worse. They still have uh, instability at quarterback, um, and I still think the offense is going to struggle for them. They're not going to score enough points.
2: Yeah, defense can only take them so far, but the offense needs a little bit more firepower. Uh, so we both agree on worse. Yes. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles.
0: Way worse. Jalen Hurts is not as good as Carson Wentz, and that organization is in shambles right now.
2: I agree. They only won four games last year, but they, it's possible they could – They could get even worse. They could get right. even worse,
0: Next year. It's going to be really bad.
2: Okay. NFC West, uh, Los Angeles Rams, go.
0: They will get uh, – what were they last year? record nine and seven something like that the, I think they will get a tad bit worse a tad bit worse I I think that Stafford is not nearly as much of an upgrade over Goff as people think he is okay
2: uh Seattle Sea I, I agree by the way uh Seattle Seahawks
0: worse that rosters really bad and Russell Wilson's not feeling the organization right now
2: yeah I agree that's that that stuff is gonna get worse I think before it gets better yes uh Arizona Cardinals
0: they will get much better. JJ Watt, they're stable. They know Kyler Murray's the guy. They will get better.
2: Mm-hmm. Chandler Jones coming back. It's going to help yes. them a lot. they're going to be much better, I think they're
0: the favorite to win the division
2: next year. Agree. Uh San Francisco 49ers.
0: They will get better. If Jimmy Garoppolo is healthy, they will get better. They, they'll be a 10 win football team next year.
2: Right. It's going to be borderline impossible for them to have the same number of injuries they had last year. They got both and Garoppolo both, both coming back.
0: back. Jimmy G will come back. They'll be they'll be fine.
2: Uh, yeah, I think I agree. So both we agree with both better. Uh, okay, NFC South, New Orleans Saints.
0: They will get worse. That roster is going to get absolutely raided because of the cap.
2: Yeah, I don't agree. I, I don't. I don't disagree. Taysom Hill and Jason James Winston are not going to take that over, division over the Bucks, so they'll be much worse. Uh, speaking of the Bucks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers,
0: go. They they will get better because the division is getting worse, and their roster is going to be fully back next year.
2: They were only eleven and five last year. They only won eleven games, so they could.
0: I, I, I think I, they could win 12 13 games next year. If if Brady is good, if Brady doesn't digress that much, they'll be they'll be really good next year again. Agreed.
2: Okay, so better. Uh the Carolina Panthers, five and eleven last year.
0: They will get worse, in my opinion. I think really? that yeah, I think Teddy Bridgewater is gonna get replaced early on in the year. Again, a lot of that's gonna depend on if they trade for Deshaun Watson, but I think they're gonna get worse if they move to a rookie.
2: I don't know, uh, McCaffrey coming back, they could draft a new quarterback and give him some juice. I I think I, I like Matt Rule and I like Joe Brady, so I think I think they can win more than five games next year. Okay, and uh to round out the NFC South, the Atlanta Falcons, four and twelve last year. They hired
0: Arthur Smith, right? Yes. They're gonna score a ton of points. I think they're gonna get a little bit better.
2: I agree. Fourth overall pick. They can draft a guy like Kyle. Matt Curry.
0: Ryan is still a top ten quarterback.
2: Yes, I agree. Okay, uh, rounding out the NFC, NFC North, Packers, thirteen and three last year. What do we got?
0: They will get better. They're either going to sign or draft another wide receiver, and I think that offense is going to be pretty scary next year.
2: Yeah, they could lose Aaron Jones, but I think he's pretty replaceable. They got AJ Dillon Dillon again.
0: Is going to be okay.
2: The one thing I will say though is that Corey Lindsley is a free agent. They lose him. That's not good. They're they're all pro center. That that could be not good for them. Okay. Uh, the Chicago Bears, 8-8 eight and eight last year.
0: <sighs> they will get worse if they don't trade for a quarterback. If Nick Foles is the guy leading the charge for them, they will get worse.
2: Yeah, I agree. They, if they go into next year with the same quarterback room, they're going to be just as bad as they were last year, if not worse. Uh, Minnesota Vikings, 7-9 and nine last year.
0: They will get better. I, I have faith in Minnesota. The roster's still pretty good. Kirk Cousins can win games. They're going to get better. Right, I agree. They did cut Kyle Rudolph, so
2: that's one less weapon. But Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, George I mean,
1: Smith
0: is they can not still, They can still get
2: the back. job done. Right. Okay. Uh Detroit Lions, last team in the NFC,
0: five and eleven last they're year. They're probably going to stay the same, but I'm going to say they're going. They'll get. They will get marginally better. Marginally better. I think Jared Goff is is not bad. And again, I, I don't think they're going to let the roster completely go to shambles. I think they're going to try. They're going to get a little bit better.
2: Yeah. They'll lose. They'll most likely lose Kenny. They'll lose Kenny Galladay. They could even lose Marvin Jones, but they'll probably draft a guy like Jalen Waddle, who's who can replace yeah, that.
0: They'll get somebody, they somebody in that yeah.
2: role pretty good. Okay. Yeah. Moving on to the AFC. We'll start in the AFC South, Tennessee Titans, 11 and five last year.
0: They will get worse. They will get worse again. They're very Derrick Henry centric. And eventually he's going to slow down.
2: I agree. They're going to lose Corey Davis. That's another weapon out. Yeah. Uh, Indianapolis Colts also eleven and five.
0: They will get much better. I think they're going to be a Super Bowl contender next year. Carson Wentz, I think, is going to make all the difference. And they still have cap space, Agreed. so that roster's not done. They're great at drafting. That they're going to get much better next year.
2: Yeah, totally agree. Uh, these next two, uh, these next two are kind of no brainers. Houston Texans four and twelve.
0: Oh, we're not going to finish. Uh, Texans. Th- that's worse. Way mm-hmm. worse. Jacksonville Jaguars, 1-15. They'll, They'll get better with Trevor Lawrence.
2: AFC East, Buffalo Bills, 13-3. and 3.
0: Worse. Miami right. Dolphins, 10 We got to go. We'll continue. We'll continue next Friday. We'll see you. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy.